Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. And we try to get that done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this eighth edition of the 1853 podcast of the 2019-20 school year, we'll get a preview of Homecoming 2019. It will be held next weekend, October 18 through October 20. We'll also hear about an exhibit by Monmouth students, faculty, and alumni that is now on display at the Warren County History Museum. Homecoming 2019 will be celebrated from Friday, October 18 through Sunday, October 20 at Monmouth College. Scheduled events include award ceremonies, reunions, a parade, a football game, and other home Fighting Scots events, pregame gatherings, and a Sunday afternoon concert. For a schedule of events, check out the Homecoming homepage on the Monmouth College website, and that address is monmouthcollege.edu slash homecoming. Joining us to preview Homecoming Weekend 2019 at Monmouth is Rachel Evans. Rachel is Associate Director of Alumni Relations, and she's the person in charge of planning, coordinating, and executing Homecoming Weekend on campus. Rachel says that Homecoming 2019 promises to be a good time for all, especially for the special classes who are holding reunions. We um, will be celebrating a few different reunion years, including 1979, 84, 89, 94, 99, 2004, 09, and 2014. Um, so we'll be doing activities for each. This year's Homecoming will also feature several all-class events including a tailgate um, at the Petty Hall parking lot all during the game uh, for all alumni and friends and Fighting Scots to celebrate uh, the weekend. We also have an all-alumni mixer on Saturday night um, where we are um, toasting Doc Keeft, um, and that will be a fun activity as well for all alums. And then also you don't want to miss the parade and the football game on Saturday. The All-Alumni Mixer will be held at the American Legion on Saturday night, the evening of October 19. It will celebrate one of the more beloved Monmouth professors, Richard Doc Keeft, who died 10 years ago. And if you haven't read it yet, be sure to check out my colleague Jeff Rankin's excellent Medium post about Doc Keeft's legacy at Monmouth. You can read it on his Medium page, which is at medium.com slash at sign Jeff Rankin. Rachel says the event celebrating the life of Doc Keefe on the evening of Saturday, October 19, should provide a lot of fond memories for one of Monmouth's greatest. We um, have some folks lined up to share some of their favorite memories about Doc, and then we're also doing a toast. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of dancing in true Doc fashion, um, and so it should be a fun time to gather and celebrate Doc and to celebrate other Monmouth uh, memories and uh, the connections at Monmouth are, I think, what makes Monmouth Monmouth. And so uh, this event will celebrate uh, a dear faculty member, and um, I think that will tug at the heartstrings of alums um, and also remember other faculty that were really important in their time here on campus. 
The first of three homecoming awards ceremonies will be held on the evening of Friday, October 18. On Friday night, we will have our Alumni Impact Awards, where we will honor two um, folk, add two folks into the Hall of Achievement. Uh, that's William Goldsboro and Karen Chisholm. And then we also have our Distinguished Alumnus, Young Alumnus, Distinguished Service, and our Hatched Distinguished Teaching Awards given that night. And then our last one on that evening is our Family of the Year. Then two more award ceremonies will be held on October 19. And then on Saturday, we will have our M Club Hall of Fame induction ceremony where four alums will be um, inducted into the Hall of Fame, followed by the Order of Omega Hall of Fame induction where we'll honor three fighting Scots. And of course, class reunions will be a big part of the weekend as well. Another thing happening all weekend are different reunion celebrations. So on Friday night, we have gatherings for each class year. Class photos will occur on Saturday. Um, and then there'll be some other activities throughout Saturday for specific reunion years. Rachel says that homecoming is always a special weekend at Mammoth for a number of reasons. I think alums are excited to come back to see each other and to see campus again, to see how it's changed, um, to see faculty again that they may have um, known while they were on campus, and then kind of rekindle those uh, friendships that they had while they were a student. That's Rachel Evans. She is Associate Director of Alumni Relations, which means she's in charge of planning homecoming at Mammoth. Mama's 2019 homecoming weekend will be Friday, October 18 through Sunday, October 20. The weekend will wrap up with a 2 o'clock homecoming concert on the 20th in Dahl Chapel and Auditorium. And that concert will feature the college's chorale, chamber choir, and concert choir. For more information about homecoming weekend, check out its homepage on the Mammoth College website, and that address is monmouthcollege.edu slash homecoming. You can also read more about homecoming in the news section of the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu slash news. This is the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Before homecoming activities get underway on October 18, there will be a special celebration in Mammoth on Thursday, October 17. That event will shine a spotlight on the outstanding artworks and creative writing by Mammoth students, faculty, and alumni who are featured in an exhibit at the Warren County History Museum. The exhibit is called Past and Present, it runs through the middle of December, and it's a collaboration between the museum and several Mammoth professors and their students. Mammoth art professor Stephanie Baugh explains that the exhibit came about as a result of several class projects that involved the Warren County History Museum. Faculty went out to the museum and sometimes uh, brought our students or following the process, brought some objects back to campus so that art students could create artworks, either paintings or drawings or graphic design pieces inspired by the objects in the collection. And David Wright from the English department brought his students out to work with the collection and create 
uh, creative writing pieces about specific objects. So this event is a moment for the students to be present in the gallery for viewers to come by and talk to them about their work. The student writers <clears throat> will also be able to present their work. And we hope that this is a moment when the, um, when the entire Monmouth community can acknowledge what a strong community partner the museum is for the college. Monmouth English professor David Wright credits a project that was part of Monmouth's Summer Opportunities for Intellectual Activities program in 2017 as helping give birth to the exhibit as well. Students, and we did a uh, project called The Poet and the Archivist. And so uh, Kellen made parts of the museum's collection available to us. And these students who were here for a three-week program uh, went over. We exposed one day to objects, one day to photographs, and one day to documents. And the students wrote and revised and edited poems responding to all that material. And a lot of that ended up in our campus literary magazine, COIL. Um, and so I liked that so much and so appreciated Kellen's cooperation with us and his making the um, collection available that I thought I need to do this with my classes during the semester. This shouldn't just be a special thing in the summer. So I then uh, incorporated it in two other classes. One of them was an intro to creative writing class. And there it was fun because we went to the museum, found objects to look at, photographs, et cetera. And those students could write not just poems, but stories, plays, anything they wanted to, any genre they wanted to. Um, and then in the spring, I had a creative nonfiction class, and students wrote in response to other objects. Um, so I've seen some pretty cool pieces of creative nonfiction about old radios and about um, old diaries and about photographs of people coming home from World War II. Um, gives you a sense and gives the students who aren't necessarily from here a sense of how complex the place is. This place isn't as simple as flyover country. And that's an important part of this is to give it texture and a history. Stephanie Boss says that in many ways, the exhibit is a great example of how the liberal arts can be applied across several platforms. The notion of collaboration and interdisciplinary work and a broad uh, range of interests and uh, information, ways of thinking, that is absolutely at the heart of the liberal arts. And so to take a single object such as a telegraph machine, which is here for practical reasons and was, of course, important in the history of uh, Monmouth and the county as, as we were becoming connected to the world, but for that piece to then inspire artworks um, and to sort of motivate students to explore at different aspects of graphic design, it's really reaching out to the sort of the full uh, expanse of what uh, being involved in life, I think, can be. This is a good liberal arts example. David Wright notes that many of the students who have creative writing pieces in the exhibit are from majors that are not always associated with prose and poetry. It really is. And what's great for me about doing it was that most of the students who did the writing from my intro class and Sophia Project, et cetera, are not necessarily English majors. So I've got a psychology major with a poem up there, and there's a history and poli-sci major with a piece on the wall, and, and a couple English majors too. But uh, that's, that's the neatest part, is it really synthesizes, brings together all kinds of people from across the curriculum, and then brings people from the community and from the college. And Stephanie says the exhibit has been a valuable learning experience for Monmouth students because it's helped them develop a greater appreciation for where they attend college. There have been many faculty who have brought their students out to the museum to either view the collection uh, that are on, the objects that are on display or to work with the collections in the storage room to understand the history of this place. 
where they are here in school and many of students have just sort of come to Monmouth and it's a way for them to understand the rich history that Monmouth has, to have a hands-on experience, project-based learning. These are excellent ways to enhance the learning activities that the students are engaging in in their classes, to uh, be hands-on and to be active. Uh, these are all excellent pedagogical strategies and it's, we're just so glad to have the museum as a place to help. Kellen Hendrickson is the Patti Executive Director at the Warren County History Museum. Kellen says the exhibit past and present has helped breathe new life into some of the museum's artifacts about Warren County. Museums, we, in general, we try to make the collections available to the public. We want to actually have them be used. We don't want them to be static. Um, artifacts live, they breathe, we want them to have a life. Um, and this was a way that we were able to give some of the lesser used, lesser known artifacts a new life. And it's done from time to time. Researchers have access to museums around the country, around the world. Um, but it's not always students, especially college students. And the idea of bringing them in, using the collections to create something new and modern in an artistic realm, that's, that's relatively unique and kind of, it's just... Kellen says that many of the pieces featured in the exhibit have not often been seen by the public. Have the chance to bring out some of these artifacts that have honestly never seen light in an exhibit form. Uh, so we have, you know, a taxidermied owl. We have a radio that had not been seen, that had not been out before. Um, we have these loyalty cards from World War One, where the uh, this commission went out and went to every single person in the county and had them sign a declaration of loyalty to the United States. And we've had them in storage, we're digitizing, but now they're actually on display and able to be seen by the public. And Kellen says he hopes the exhibit is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Something that I hope to continue and not necessarily put on display every year, but I, I love the idea. I know um, David Wright has enjoyed it. He talks about bringing more classes back and um, Brian and Stephanie Bob had a great time working with us, and they like to use this for the inspiration for their own art, so hopefully we can get more students in. That's Kellen Hendrickson. He's the Patti Executive Director at the Warren County History Museum. You also heard from Monmouth Art Professor Stephanie Ball, as well as from English Professor David Wright. The Warren County History Museum will host a special reception at 7 o'clock in the evening on Thursday, October 17 about the exhibit past and present. To learn more about the exhibit and the museum, check out the museum's website. And to do that, point your URL to wchistorymuseum.com. Before we sign off from this week's podcast, a reminder that you can follow Monmouth College on Twitter, and the college is on Twitter, at Monmouth. You can also follow all of Monmouth College Athletics on Twitter, and that address is MC Fighting Scots. For all of Monmouth College's social media accounts, be sure to check it out the bottom of the homepage of the Monmouth College website where there's a directory. And that address is monmouthcollege.edu. And that's going to be a 30 for this eighth edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2019-20 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. 
Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day. Mm-hmm.